You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. And welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Uh, Just got uh, texted uh, one of my favorite... uh, Actually, my favorite uh, health policy, Valentine Allen. Roses are red, violets are blue. E.D. Bellis means compliance for you. Hey, yeah, absolutely. That's what we do. That's why we're here. So just check out edbellisinc.com for everything that that organization can do uh, in their network of very, very, very smart people. Trust me. That's my Trump impression. Trust me. It's going to be huge. They're really huge. smart. Huge. Smart people uh, helping your business, um, especially save money on health care, but also keep the government out of your business. Uh, 402-342-1290, if you'd like to join, we've got Jim on the program. Thank you for your patience. Uh, how are you today? Not bad. How are you guys doing, Sean and pretty, Alan? Pretty Great, good. Thanks. What's going on? Hey, I just thought uh, I was listening to your show today, and of course, and I kind of listen to what you guys and try to carry what, what you're saying into what, what I, and I might go a little bit of a direction, compared to what I said to you guys last week. Alan just was now talking about the pharmaceutical companies, uh, the pharmaceutical industry being broken, as he put it. Um, That's a good way of putting it, I guess. But what I'm trying to get at is we hear about this uh, uh, um, repeal and replace. I think you guys pretty much remember what I said last week about the idea that uh, our founders, in a funny way, kind of agreed with it. Uh, they were going to deal with a free market society through the history of our country. Now, a lot of people can either agree with that or not. It doesn't make, you know, it, it is what we have put together in our Constitution to a point. And if that's the case, then I would think that um, as far as any industry in our country that the free market would deal with it, government has no business being involved in it, as you guys point out many a times. So instead of repeal and replace, how about just repeal? And let the consumer decide what they're going to do. Let you know as far as what insurance companies that will go, of course, cross state lines. So everybody that talks about the crossing state lines are pretty much correct. But it, there's no legislation that needs to come up. There's no replace. I hear the Republicans even talk about that. <coughs> Why replace? And the last thing I'm going to say, and you guys comment on what I'm saying, but the last thing I'm going to say is to Sean. Sean, you read the whole ACA, right? Yeah. Now, in that process of reading that ACA. You yourself, along as with your fellow Americans, did you find that really a lot of strange words to be reading? I mean, was it really kind of if you have a normal American read it, they would be astonished about what it actually said. They probably wouldn't understand it. Am I correct? Well, yeah, I mean, it's written by legislative council, so you have to okay. understand. Now, can I can I say why I asked that question? Sure. I am not. I will in the future pinpoint where it's at. But uh, one of the Federalist Papers that Madison wrote. He talked about legislation, wrote in the legislative branch of our government, and he said clearly that it, it will be written to a point where all Americans will understand what the written word of that legislation is. 230-some years later, that has not happened. They do that for obviously for a reason, so that they can interpret what they wrote to benefit them, not for us to read it and try to interpret it because we can't with their language. I remember when I worked out on Capitol Hill, uh, Jim and Alan, and it was interesting. Uh, 
one of the things that people don't realize is there's this uh, really neat service called the Congressional Research Service, and they're in the Library of Congress, and they have some really, really smart people. My favorite service. And they would uh, bring their experts up to translate legislation to the people that advised senators uh, on issues um, just because it's that that hard. So they'd read through a paragraph, and they're like, all right, this is what they're saying. Um, well, see, Sean, you're proving exactly what I'm trying to get at. I think you know what I'm talking about. I know. You know, so when is it when we're going to stand up as Americans and say, you know, we're self-governed by representation, not representation ruling over self-government. We're not th- we're not supposed to be that. That's what we've turned into. These are reasons why we've turned into this. Your show, I pride you guys very much for what you're doing. I hope you keep it up. I know you will. You've been doing this for a couple of years, at least, not if not three years. So that's all I really have to say. But I will listen to your show every week. I may be calling in every week, if you don't mind, because I want to point out to our fellow Americans, this has got to stop. This has got to stop. Well, spread the word about the program, what we're trying to do. We're doing this as a public service because I think Americans need to to really know what's going on. And radio is the best way to to get through to people. So I appreciate you listening to the show, Jim, and for calling. And uh, you'll have to get us that Federalist paper uh, which number that was, because I'd like to uh, to talk about that on the show. I will definitely do that for you. I think it might be 48 or 56 or even possibly 58, but I will look into that and get pinpointed. But if you want to check those papers out, those probably will be where you look at. And and believe it or not, the Federalist Papers are hard to read, too. Don't get me wrong, because they use the words and the language back in the 1700s. So, But it's there. I actually have a Federalist Papers in Common Language book that interprets oh, really? them. Yeah. Cool. It's pretty interesting. Well, book. I actually have the Federalist Papers. Uh, my own copy, um, but uh, you know, I may want to keep in touch with you as far as maybe getting the one that you have because, man, I I sit here and read this; it drives me crazy. But I do kind of understand it, but it's a lot to learn. Yeah, well, Thank that's you. true. Yeah, thanks for calling. Yeah, one of the things, Alan, and get my political science degree that made us read a couple of the Federalist Papers. I think it's fifty-eight. Yeah, was one of them, and the thing that they warn about in the Federalist Papers were written by uh, people that were anonymous at the time, but it turned out to be uh, Alexander Hamilton, James Madison, and John Jay, John Jay yeah. uh, who wrote them, and they uh, were basically written in uh, into in support of uh, ratifying the Constitution, but they also warned about some of the things uh, to watch out for, and, and one of those things was um, the rising factions uh, and... Uh, those factions would basically be self-interest groups, mm-hmm. special interest groups. Right. Um, they warn about how uh, you, you've got to have, uh, you've got to avoid uh, allowing these factions to gain power. And, and wow, just you know, think about that. Almost 270 plus years ago, they were writing these papers, warning of us, warning us about special interest groups and whatnot. Come on, guys, if you research and dive a little deep into some of these great documents that we have here in our country. They're warning us of some of this stuff. Because it happened then. It, it, it's now. happening now. I mean, they, they, they understood human nature, and that's kind of yeah. why it's so interesting, um, our history, that they, they put uh, the country above their own special interests. Totally. Which we need to start electing people that, that can do the same thing. When we come back, you're going to get our final thoughts and uh, maybe one or two more health policy valentines, if you think. Yeah, yeah maybe. You can find a couple more. Yep. Anything else on your mind, Alan? Uh you know, I just want to reiterate the, the position that we've been talking about time and time again. Edie Bellis is here for you, just like this radio show. So if you are in need of assistance in any way, please call Sean or email Sean. 
or your canary in the coal mines, my friends, to get that information for you and to figure the compliance issues out that you are in need of.